0: You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV
1: 91.5. You're listening to special programming sponsored by Making Moves Life Coaching Services. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Good morning, Las Vegas. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. I'm Dave Washington, your host. A couple of quick announcements, and then we got some wonderful guests in-house. And then we got our service officer, Mr. Tony Marshall, who will give us some comments and a briefing on some of the things that he's working on at the present time. Um, The Scott family, the Scott family, we want to express condolences to them. They lost, uh, I believe he's the last of the brother's. Uh, Ricky Scott passed away most recently, and we just uh, again express condolences to the fam- the Scott family. Uh, congratulations to Commissioner Commissioner William McCurdy and his staff on the opening of the Melvin Venus Innis Recreation Center at Von Tobel Park. As we all know, and those who don't know, Beetle was a great uh, champion of youth in our community. He passed away not so just a year and a half, two years ago. And we certainly want to uh acknowledge his wife, Wendy, and their family. We're keeping Beatles' legacy alive because the brother did a lot. He put one heck of a uh footprint on our community overall. So thank you for that, Commissioner. Our first guest, as I mentioned, a call in will be Mr. Tony Marshall. How you doing, Tony?
0: Yeah, how's everybody this morning?
1: Doing well, my brother. Just want to get you on, Tony, like we do, because I try to have you on here more times than a lot of other folks because you have a lot to say, and it's what this show is about trying to uh, make sure we can help our veterans. So give us an update, my brother.
0: All right. Uh, I know time is tight, but I just got a couple of real good things I want to lay out there. Okay. Uh, number one, the uh, PACT Act. I'm sure everybody's heard about the PACT Act, and uh, there was a deadline that came up on the 9th, and then it extended to the 14th. What I want the people to understand is, even though those deadlines are gone, you can still file for your PACT Act uh, illnesses. Um, the only difference is, it will not—you won't get the back pay back to uh, 2022 when they first passed the PACT Act. But you still can file for the PACT Act uh, illnesses. So, please don't 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 hold up your claims. Come on in and get that done. And the second thing I wanted to bring up was within a month. I'm expanding services uh, due to the fact that I'll be going in going into um, Annapolis, Maryland, uh, middle of September to finish my certification. Uh, I will become a certified service officer here in Southern Nevada. So you guys will not only get the great service that you've already been getting, but it will be even better.
1: Woo-hoo. So, certified. Get that so certification, yeah. my brother. Cool. Great. <laughs> Wonderful.
0: That was great. So you figure in about another month I'll be working out of three different locations over here at the um vet center in North Las Vegas and I'll be at the hospital. I'll mm. have a couple of days working out of the um the Veteran Hospital Center over on Pecos, uh and I'll again be at American Legion Post Ten. So we're gonna we're gonna up the services for you guys out here in Nevada.
1: Well, I know the last time I was over there, I said, Man, when did you come in into the post? He said, Man, I've been in here. Well, you out there <laughs> having your little brewski, I'm in the office taking care of business. I said, oh, excuse me, brother. But we appreciate you, Tony, so much because you're doing one heck of a job, and I know that uh, those vets out there who've made contact with you already really appreciate your services. And those who haven't, again, Tony, if you would give your contact information, and again, we appreciate you so much, brother.
0: Okay, again, don't don't get stressed out over over this next month or so because, like I said, I, don't, I am going to be out of town to finishing my certification. But three zero one five three seven nine four six five, and you can call me most of the time. Um, you know, just about any time. But if I tell you to text me, that means I'm busy. But three zero one five three seven nine four six five, and we'll we'll get you taken care of. I guarantee it.
1: All right, Tony, our service officer, thanks again, brother, for your time and effort. And, again, uh, you know, I gave you a little bit more time versus two hours I gave you a day. <laughs> and I hope you appreciate me for doing that. Because i call Tony when someone don't show hey, say, Tony, I need you to fill in for me, brother. And he always comes through. Thank you so much, Tony, and uh, good luck on uh, your certification upcoming.
0: Right, thank you
1: again. Once again, Las Vegas, this is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and more got three wonderful guests in the house that uh, do a lot of work with the auxiliary. Uh, We have Ms. Sandra Marshall, Vivian Jackson, Cheryl Brown. So we're going to start with you, Madam President. (laughs) Good morning. uh, Give a little background on yourself. I know you've been on the show before, but just to bring people back up to speed on you.
2: Good morning. My name is Sandra Marshall, and this is my second year term as president with the American Legion Auxiliary Unit 10. We are located at 1905 H Street in Las Vegas. Our hours of operation are Thursday through Sunday from 1 p.m. till 1130 p.m. I've been a member at large since 2010 until I found a home with American Legion, Unit 10, mm-hmm. in 2021.
1: So 2021 is when you came to Post-10? Correct, okay. yes. So how long has the Auxiliary been in existence?
2: Um, the Auxiliary, Unit 10, has been um, instituted since February of 20, uh, 2009. Okay. Uh, our current membership is 35
1: members. Wonderful. We have two of your wonderful members right here at the table with us. Uh, Ms. Vivian. Yes, sir. How are you give, doing? I am well. <laughs> give a little background on you. I know you are well-known in the community like I am. We've been around here since dirt, but uh, <laughs> tell the folks a little bit about you, if you will.
3: I am basically from here. been here all my life, school, graduate, and everything. Uh, Vivian Jackson. Um, I've actually been in the auxiliary. This is my second year uh, okay. with them. Okay. Um, so trying to do great things and need more people to come in with us.
1: Well, that's wonderful. So where'd you go to school, Vivi?
3: I went to Ran- uh, Rancho. That's where I swear, graduated, Rancho High yeah. School. In fact, we have our 50-year uh,
1: anniversary coming up. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Rancho High School. That's when we only had Rancho. We had Rancho, Las Vegas High, Western. There was one other. Vegas. Vegas, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In Valley. No, Valley came later because I- I've been here. No, Valley and Clark. Which I went to. Clark, right, right. Marsha went to Valley, Chaparral, and all of them had the same footprint, built just alike. They've come up with some new styles. Miss Cheryl, tell our listening audience a little bit about yourself.
4: Well, I was.
1: Come up to the mic a little bit. I
4: was born in Louisiana, raised here. I became a member in 2002 when it was the VFW Post, and I've been a member ever since.
1: And you say you're from Louisiana? What part? Best drop. Bastrop. I'm familiar with Bastrop. I'm a Dale High dude myself. Everybody thinks that I'm, you know, um, born and raised in Las Vegas. Tell them no. I was was born in Louisiana. In fact when I became fire chief, people got a little upset with me Vivian because I said that uh they asked me the question was, Where are you from? I said I'm from Dale High, Louisiana. People said, Man, why are you tell them you're from Las Vegas? They didn't ask me where I was raised. They said, where are you from? I'm mm-hmm. from, I'm a country boy and very, very proud <laughs> of them. So, back to you, Madam President. Give us an indication of some of the things. And I know you guys are very, very active because when I go by there, there's always a flyer hanging about something going on. Talk to us.
2: Um, first, can I tell you our purpose? Sure, absolutely. The purpose of the American Legion Auxiliary is to volunteer with assistance, support, and we advocate for the American Legion veterans, their families, and our community. We um, assist in providing an atmosphere <coughs> of fellowship, patriotism, peace, and security. The auxiliary now, has now established our own identity mm-hmm. to work side by side with the veterans who belong to the American Legion. We empower each other to achieve personal fulfillment through service and not self. Let me tell you why I joined. I joined because it's my way of honoring those veterans who have made the ultimate sacrifice for our country. Mm-hmm. My father, who was a World War II veteran, two brothers, and many family members and friends who have served for our freedom. And I would like to say thank you.
1: Sure, now let me ask you this. So, you mentioned your family members as veterans. Are you a vet or do you have to be a vet to be a member of the auxiliary? Just a question to me.
2: No, I am not a vet. I'm a family veteran. You do not have to be a veteran Mm -hmm. to join the auxiliary. You have to be a family member. Mm -hmm. That's mother, father, I mean, I'm sorry, mother, sister,
1: any family um, member that's family been in the military, member,
2: female. Okay. Yes. Right. Cool. To join.
1: So, uh, tell me, Vivian, why did you join? What, 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 what inspired you? What was your, your, your thought process in, in saying, you know what, I want to be a member of this organization?
3: Well, my parents have been members forever. Okay. My dad, my auntie, my uncles, all of them. So I kind of grew up with it. And mm-hmm. last few years, all of them were passing. Some of them are getting older. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to keep it up because they really enjoyed it. And so in honor of them, I wanted to keep it up. I didn't want it to dissolve. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We needed new blood, younger people, because some of the older people were, you know, getting elderly. And the reason I did was to keep it going. I didn't want to see it fail. I didn't want to see it stop. And we want to continue to help the vets.
1: Oh, excellent. Miss Cheryl, same question.
4: Uh, Well, it was a family hangout. Mm -hmm. And back then we did a lot for the community and i enjoyed helping so i fit in perfectly
1: now you mentioned but would you mention again the number of members that you have and and what are you guys doing in terms of recruiting others i know vivian made the point that certainly it's it's certainly time to start getting some younger folks involved in the organization
2: um we're always recruiting Mm -hmm. we have applications that um at the administrative staff at the, um, at the post, they have applications, and I'm always willing to contact whoever is applying personally to make sure that they are eligible to join and tell them of all the great things that we are doing in our organization.
1: So, Vivian and Cheryl, what specific roles are you playing in the organization at this stage of time?
3: I'm actually the sergeant of arms Ooh, okay. <laughs> my role is to make sure that everybody comes in with proper ID and sign the roll call book mm-hmm. accordingly and as Ms. Madam President stated I also need to make sure they're in uniform. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, well, well,
4: they couldn't, they, they
1: couldn't have picked a better person because Vivian always running around trying to boss somebody. I agree.
4: <laughs>
1: no, that's wonderful. You know, that's a, I, I've held many, many roles in, in various nonprofit organizations and one I never held was sergeant-at-arms, and one I really don't like and didn't like and continue not to like, and that is treasurer. And I'm I'm like, (laughs) I'm holding down a a treasury position as we just selected our new treasurer for what's called the Carl Holmes Executive Development Institute. It's a nonprofit. We train and prepare individuals to move up in the fire service. I don't. I don't even balance my own checkbook, man. I got, and we run quite a few dollars through that Cheryl. So I'm like, Boy, I don't want this job. so well, right. Cheryl, what are you up to? I'm the
4: chaplain. Okay. Opening, closing prayers, and duty is to check on the sick and the shut in. Part of
1: it. So, how, how many actual officers do you have in the organization? Do you recall offhand? Ten. Mm-hmm. Ten officers. Okay. Yes. Anywhere
2: from the president, um, first vice, second vice, chaplain, treasurer,
1: secretary,
2: um, guard,
1: all the way down. But, yeah, uh, again, I think that's a perfect role for Vivian because she's, (laughs) I've been knowing her a long time, and she's always running around giving orders, so that's that's really perfect for her. That's
3: correct. Well,
2: I'd like to say that we have a great group a wonderful group of members, Mm -hmm. everybody. Anything that we need done, all we have to do is just put it out there, and we have nothing but volunteers. It's exactly what we do. We volunteer Mm -hmm. to help our veterans. Mm -hmm. And I I have no problem with my members. If I ask, they're right there. Thank you.
1: That is a wonderful thing because when you're in volunteer organizations, sometimes getting things done because, you know, People have jobs, or they may even be retired, but they still sometimes people will talk a good game. And when it comes down to it, Cheryl, you have to chase them down. But (laughs) if you got that kind of wherewithal going within your organization, that is a good thing. Absolutely. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. We have the president, Sandra Marshall, Miss Vivian Jackson, and Miss Cheryl Brown in the house talking about what they're doing with the. Auxiliary Post over at the Auxiliary Organization within Post 10, American Legion Post 10. So other thoughts, ladies, about particularly anything that you got going on that you want to start to promote at this stage of time? What's happening?
2: October the 21st, we have our Western Affair Dance. It's a donation of $10.00. Um, We will have light hors d'oeuvres and raffles. And that's October the 21st from 7 until they put us out of the post. (laughs) October 21st? October the 21st. And it's called what? Our Western uh, Affair Dance. So we're going to see a lot of cowboys and cowgirls.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I I, want to have that because... We do four shows a month, and I can certainly repeat that again okay. on the next show. Thank you.
2: October the 31st, gotcha. we're having our Halloween set up, and that will be in our parking lot, and we're going to give out little treats for all our young and upcoming, possibly, members. Mm-hmm. So we are also going to be serving hot dogs and chips and um, a light drink for the, our little children. mm mm-hmm. November the eighteenth.
1: Keep it um, rolling. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Well we got a little schedule going sure. on. <laughs> November the eighteenth, we're gonna have our Thanksgiving dinner um for our veterans
1: and um families. Okay.
2: Anything else, ladies? You come over there.
1: So um I know that you guys have, if and unless my memory isn't letting me down, you guys have done something on toy type drives for for youth
3: oh yeah during christmas Mm -hmm. we did we gave out a lot of uh toys and things to the uh, christmas uh to the kids in the neighborhood and our veterans children yeah we do a lot of that
1: excellent anything else you can think of cheryl that's off the top of your head in terms of things that you guys have done in the past that you enjoyed doing no nothing that you that you enjoyed particularly enjoys cooking that part
4: (laughs) just give me the cooking part i'm good
1: no, that's good. Well, that's what I. Wa- that's what the audience want to hear, because there's always something that that a person enjoys when they're in a, involved in an organization. Most folks don't just join. Some do just to say, "I'm a member." Well, I always say to the member, "What are you doing as a member?" Because I, I, you know, I've been in a number of organizations, particularly firefighter groups, where some guys they want to show up for the party for the gathering, and they don't do nothing to help nobody. <laughs> and you know, I'm like. You mean you have similar personalities, Vivian? I have no shame in saying, "Hey, what you gonna do? You gonna ride our coattail, or you gonna help?" Cause, exactly. Cause we need help. Exactly. Um, I just finished reading a book. Uh, it's a short read, about seventy-five pages, by R- Richard. What's Richard's last name? This brother, he and what's his name? Pullum. He's a school teacher. And uh Richard is a counselor where they have uh, gentlemen by choice. and these brothers are doing a phenomenal job because one of the things that they talk, this, this gentleman talks about in his book is that young black men in particular, when they're in school, they, they, they kind of act out. and a lot of times it's all because they don't have no male figure in the home. In fact, uh, they have an office right over in the uh, nucleus plaza, and a lot of kids come from the projects around the corner. And they were talking about how some of the, some of the boys, in particular, they would act up in school, and generally, white female teachers didn't understand the energy that these that these young men had. And these guys started a, a, this program called, again, gentlemen by choice. On certain days of school, they have to wear a little jacket, a little tie, and 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 they say, in his book, he explains how it changes the thought process of these young men to stop being so, you know, I'm, I got to get in your face. Handshake, look person in the eye, you know, when you clean, you you, you just act different, and I uh, I have a great appreciation there because I. I've been a kind of wild dude myself throughout my life. (laughs) I see our engineer producer over there laughing. Wes, what are we looking like, Wes? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) They believe it. (laughs) Yeah, uh, ladies, I'm so pleased that you were able to come in. Is there any additional thoughts that you may have in terms of whatever may be on your mind as it relates to community and or the auxiliary. I have one thought. Sure.
2: Um, I'm like you. Um, we have those members,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I'm guilty of that, who have been what I call a card-carrying member. Mm-hmm. I was that way when I first joined the auxiliary <laughs> for the American Legion until, until I joined the American <laughs> Legion post-10 auxiliary. I came home then. I found my calling, okay. and I want to say thank you. For sure. Yeah.
1: Now, I'm not going to let you guys off the hook that easy, uh, Cheryl and Vivian. In your mind, because there was something that touched each one of you guys, that you mentioned family keeping that legacy going, but is there anything else, any other reason that you think a woman would want to and you think should join the Auxiliary? It
3: really gives me a lot to do. Um, Mm -hmm. I retired last year, and that was one of the things that I was concerned about, and some of the things that I was going to be able to do. Mm -hmm. And with this, and I do feel a certain fulfillment, you know, gratification that I do just from saying that I am a member Mm -hmm. of the Ladies Auxiliary. You know what I'm saying? It's it's really a proud moment to be a part of something that is giving back to the community, and that's my goal.
1: Well said, Cheryl.
4: Yeah, me also. I, say, I was I've been there forever hmm and I it's and when, when I walk in that door regardless of what somebody asking me to do something right so I never say no I might and but I still do it right it's like I enjoy helping people
1: great well ladies out, out there in the community I trust that the doors are open and we can always use more help. They they're 35 strong and willing to grow even stronger and and larger, but uh, you got to be willing to come and work. Now, you brought a, a a guest with you.
2: I did. One of my members, our members, Miss Mary Brown. <laughs> she's she's really quiet and laid back, but she's a worker bee. Mm-hmm. If we need anything, we need to clone Mary, if possible, (laughs) because she's always there, if possible, and she's always willing to step in and do anything and everything asked of her.
1: So, is she an officer or general member? What?
2: She's a general member. Okay. But she's not a card-carrying member.
1: She's an active member. All right. Yeah. Well said. Well said. So, uh, ladies, I, I thank you. For, for coming. And again, mention those, the the upcoming events that you have since we got a little time left. Okay,
2: that was October the 21st. We have the Western Affair Dance and that's um, a $10 donation. And we are selling tickets. We will have light hors d'oeuvres and it'll be raffles. And that's from 7 p.m. until October the 31st. We will be having our Halloween um In the parking lot for our children, our community children, Mm -hmm. and um, veterans, families, and friends. We'll be um, serving hot dogs, chips, and light beverages. November the 18th, we will be having our Thanksgiving dinner for our veterans and um, families.
1: That is excellent work, ladies. Excellent work and proud of you guys, and I'm glad that I'm a member of American Legion Post 10 and always enjoy interacting with you guys when I stop by and certainly want to thank you for your time. And uh, if you guys have no further to say, I'll close out now. come back on the other side and have a few remarks about a couple things I've been involved in lately. Just
2: once again, I'd like to remind everyone that we do have applications and they are available at the Post. So, and I personally will follow up on those applications.
1: The post address is again
2: 1905 um, H Street, Las Vegas.
1: At the corner of Doolittle. That's what I always mean. <laughs> right the corner of Doolittle.
3: <laughs> Thank you so much for having us. Dave. Thank you. We Kate. really appreciate it. This was fun.
1: Hey, yes. it was my pleasure. I'll be back on the other side once again. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. Good morning once again. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5. Jazz and more. I'm Dave Washington. Look, I wanted to, as we close out the show today, I had the the distinct pleasure and honor to be invited to an alumni, uh, Raider alumni uh, dinner with the former Raider Frank Hawkins. And, excuse me, the interesting part of the dinner was when I as I listen to these guys talk about injuries, man, some one guy talked about having had five surgeries and then he mentioned another guy. And I'm not saying this to be funny. He, this guy's had 21 surgeries. And I asked, was he still alive? And they chuckled chuckled, say, yeah, he's still alive. But my point to all of this is we should all applaud because I know most folks. Myself included, especially my wife and my grandsons, they love some football. So I just want to say thank you to those folks who have served out there. On those. I know they got paid, but that is a very, very tough and dangerous occupation. And we know that there's been a lot of head injuries as a result of, of playing football. But I just wanted to say uh, thank you guys. And uh, hopefully they will get a chance to listen to the show because I, I just wanted to thank Frank and his and his fellow uh, Raider alumni for again inviting me to the dinner and then just to hear some of the stories and man they they had some stories that would just crack you up but there's a like a lot of different organizations you can tell that there's a real serious fellowship that goes on within those uh, football organizations and uh, just wanted to say hey man thank you guys for for entertaining us and as I mentioned even though you got paid. We appreciate the work that you did. So with that, we'll talk again next week. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. And thank you once again, Wes, for keeping me on track, my friend. Appreciate it.